your host, Harmony Patton, aka the Paleo Ballerina. And if you want to heal your skin from the inside out, you've come to the right place. This is Glow From Within Podcast. Hey, gorgeous. I am so glad you made it here. Can I just tell you how much I missed you and how excited I am that you're here right now? For realsies, I love that you are here and the fact that you're here means that you are trying to do something good for yourself. Maybe you're trying to clear your skin right now. I don't know, but I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you made it. And I am wildly excited for you to hear this interview that I did with Julia French, or as I often call her, Auntie Julia. She is my aunt, actually. And she is a network chiropractor. And oh my God, this conversation that we had was so juicy, so incredible, and it's going to blow your mind. Oh, I just cannot wait for you to dive in. So sit back, relax, grab a cup of tea, grab maybe some lemon water, and let's do this thing. Welcome. We're just going to go ahead and start from the beginning. So if you could just tell everyone, of course, I know you, but if you could tell everyone a little bit about your story, who you are, and what you do. Well, it's so great to be here. Harmony, thank you for having me. Uh, My name is Julia, and I do um, network chiropractic, as you know. And gosh, my story, I got into network chiropractic because back when I was living in an ashram, and my main focus in life still today is um, helping to raise the consciousness of the planet and to, to help raise everybody's consciousness so we're coming more from a place of love and compassion rather than competition. And... Um, So when I was living in the ashram, I was getting network chiropractic at the same time, you know, doing tons of yoga, meditating a lot, and working on my own personal healing growth. And I discovered that the network really helped to move the energy along in a good and positive way, along in the same direction that the ashram was going, and the same direction that I wanted to go myself personally. So that's why when I decided to leave the ashram, I decided I wanted to contribute to the world by doing this um, for individuals, you know, uh, anybody who's interested in getting better and in healing themselves. And because I think that raising raising our consciousness um, requires deep healing within ourselves. Because raising our consciousness is about love and anything that is um, not working properly within ourself, when I say properly, I mean to our maximum benefit, um, then that is generally comes from some fear or so within us. So changing that uh, into a more positive um, way of being and expressing in the world. So that's why I started Network. Yeah, that's that's so great. And it's it's interesting because, you know, I've been getting adjustments from you since I was, I don't know, what, like seven maybe? <laughs> um, four? Yeah, <laughs> like four. yeah. Something like that. A long time. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I honestly never even really knew what 
what kind of inspired you to start it. So I think that's really, you know, a beautiful reason. And part of why I do the work that I do is because, you know, I want to help affect change in the world and help people see that there's hope that, you know, they can break out of the story and the life that they've been living and that there's other options out there for them. And, you know, healing is possible and it doesn't have to be a miserable process. So I really love that. Now, um, yes, for, for people on here that maybe don't know, could you explain what an ashram is? Oh boy. <laughs> Just, you know, not, not in grave detail, and, but. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a monastery, um, but there's a guru there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's sort of, um, I think an ashram is you know, a monastery. You know, you take a vow of poverty, a vow of celibacy, and you focus on um, doing good in the world and, you know, um, your personal and spiritual, mostly your spiritual growth. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. And but spiritual growth, uh, I've discovered for myself, is a byproduct, really, of our being maximally healthy within our being. Do you know? It's it's kind of the natural evolution. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. it's not something we have to strive for or try for. It's as we heal ourselves, we become more spiritual and more open-hearted and more giving and more loving in our attitude. Yes. And I think one thing that's really kind of beautiful about that is that, you know, even just giving yourself, because through day day in and day out, I think the average person doesn't really take time to connect with, you know, mm-hmm. anything outside of them or like their deeper parts of themselves. But yes, it's really beautiful how no matter how much you've neglected that part of yourself, you know, just take it yeah just taking out any time even if it's like five minutes ten minutes just taking that time to connect back with you know kind of like your soul whatever you believe in but that you know that inner part of yourself that's connected to a greater purpose and a greater being and a greater energy it just the connection is there and you can come back to it always no matter where you've been in life and what you've been doing with yourself so Yes, I love that you said that, too, because um, I really believe that our deeper self is spiritual. Yeah. You know, and as, as we as we heal, we naturally come back more and more to our own true basic nature, mm-hmm. you know, and yep. let go of all the society demands and things that we think we're supposed to do and ways that we're supposed to look and all of that stuff. We come back to our own true nature and it just is spiritual you know we are one with all that and i love the way you said that you know to just take a few minutes every day to tune into yourself yeah yeah and it's it's a thing that's very easy to neglect but yes i think but also very easy to do sorry yes exactly no exactly i was gonna say you know it's like literally just take take a couple minutes you just have to do it and then it's like why have i not been doing this always Mm -hmm. it feels so good when you do yes yes and it just you know that just goes back to like this is how we're meant to live and same thing you know with diet and dietary changes and I know you've done a bunch of different things in the past but Mm -hmm. you know just kind of eliminating the processed junk and eliminating the clutter from our diets really I think opens us up spiritually and energetically to healing 
Yes, that's so well said. You know, there's a lot of things that we eat that don't enhance us. Yes. You know, and as we, as you said, as we eliminate those, then we can come back to our more, our true self. Yep. Yep. And, and the interesting thing that for me, what was interesting about that is that for everybody that's different. Do you mm-hmm. know, some people need to be vegetarian. Yes. Some people need to not be vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Some people you know um but most people would do a whole lot better without sugar you know and processed foods and all right. that stuff you yep. know yeah and and that just really and seems to enhance everybody's everybody's healing yeah absolutely and i think that's something that's so powerful about what you do you know with this energy work because you know i think typically when people think of getting chiropractic work done you know they think about getting cracked and adjusted and whatever, but Mm -hmm. can you just tell us a little bit about how network differs from regular chiropractic work? Okay. Um, Let's see. I think regular chiropractic work is wonderful. Um, Both network and regular chiropractic uh, the intent is to, and what it does is to actually free up the pressure that's on the nervous system. Now, um, you know, um, I was just trying to think of something today. I, I mean, I'm not that familiar with what's going on in the world today, but, uh, you know, there's a thing called Fios, right? Where they send like an energy pulse through wires and it's a little bit similar to the nervous system you know like our nervous system goes through our spine and it's like a horse tail and with all these different nerves going down and it's housed in the vertebrae uh, which are the bones of the spine and the focus of both chiropractic and network is to free up any kinks in that because when there's uh, a bone out of alignment or any pressure on those delicate little horse horse hairs you know, that are going down the spine, which is, you know, the, the spinal column, the, the nerves, um, then that can interfere with the messages from the brain to the digestive, to, to the entire body. But I was just going to uh, single out the digestive system, although, you know, it goes everywhere. We can't move our little toes without the signal from the brain. Um, so if, if the signal is at all distorted, then... Um, the brain can't get through to the digestive system to, you know, put out the HCL to digest the food or whatever else it might need, you know. And in uh, so there are nerves going out from the brain. There are also nerves coming back to the brain. So maybe you've eaten a whole meal, but you're still feeling hungry. So the brain isn't getting the message. So your, your stomach and your digestive system isn't, isn't getting the nerve impulse back to the brain, which shuts down then the appetite. So it's really important to have all of the nervous system running smoothly and both network and regular chiropractic work on that. The reason that I like the network for myself personally is because it goes deep into the nervous system and it helps us to release old patterns of thinking, old patterns of the way we react to the world, the way we perceive the world. Um, so it helps us to become healthier on a deeper level. And I'm kind of one of those people, you know, I like to go to the root of the issue and not just heal the symptom, you know? So, yeah. um, 
Yep. So that's the reason that network appeals more to me. It clears us of our uh, deep, deep emotions, our unconscious beliefs, which are really what run us. And um, yeah, so it's it's yeah. deeper for me. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Absolutely. And I mean that makes complete sense to me, uh, especially as someone who has had both both types of chiropractic work done. You know, I've had network done, of course, from you. And uh, in the past, I've also seen, you know, traditional chiropractors for, you know, neck Uh injuries and things like that. And it really just is a very different modality. Um, Yes. Yeah, just completely different. Altogether, yes. I think traditional chiropractic, you know, they'll do x-rays and they'll say, okay, so let's say you have a subluxation in your neck or, you know, somewhere in your spine and um, getting that put back in place will help you. And I will not disagree with that. Um, I think that's absolutely true. And uh, the network approach is, so why did the vertebra go out in the first place? Mm, yes. Um, yes, 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 yes. So, right. So that's that's what I want to look at, you know, or that's what I want to address so that it doesn't keep going out over and over and over. Do you know? It's like, yep. it's true that we can have a car accident or fall on the ice or twist our ankle or whatever, and that puts a bone out of alignment. And in that case, resetting the bone is, is all it takes, you know, because right. that's what put it out. But when um, when it's an emotional issue or when we're eating foods that we're not supposed to eat. For example, I never knew that I was allergic to eggs, so I ate eggs all my life. And um, I had uh, digestive issues and I could, um, I always had, I was always choking. And um, so uh, that was a deeper issue. I can keep going to the chiropractor and getting the bone reset, but isn't it easier to just stop eating eggs? Right. Yeah. Well, actually, it isn't. But <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but you know. <laughs> but in fact, but in fact, it is because it's more healing, and yes. that's what I want to do. I really want to heal, you know. And there are so many egg substitutes that you don't really have to have them. So yeah. it's true. These days, there's options for everything. Yes, but I was just using that as an example. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah to go deeper to right. the root. Like, what's the what's the cause? Yeah, that and that that makes sense because obviously, I mean, you know, that's how I work as well, and. With, mm-hmm. with the women with acne or PCOS, it's like, okay, great, you have that, but why? Yes. What yes. What is happening or what has been happening throughout your life in this current time in your life that is triggering this response in your body? Yes. And how do we heal that? Beautiful. So, um, and I think, I feel like, you know, something, adding something like network to your healing regimen could just be so beneficial. So... For, you know, my women that are dealing with things like hormonal imbalances or even just acne, how do you think something like network could help them? Well, first of all, I think most of us are dealing with hormonal issues with all the plastics and everything in our environment. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're just bombarded with toxins that all that have a big effect on our hormonal systems. And, you know, everything is governed by the spinal column and so the signal to produce more or less hormones all comes from the spinal column Mm -hmm. and so uh, there isn't any way that having network or even traditional chiropractic wouldn't be beneficial and helpful for um, healing the hormones 
so the signals can go back and forth, you know, okay, so I have enough estrogen or I have enough testosterone or whatever, or I need more or, or thyroid hormone. So many people with the thyroid issues, um, you know, have subluxations in the neck and most of us have subluxations in the neck. What with the phones that we're looking at and working on the computers and our sedentary lifestyle, it's just so hard to have a clear spine without getting some sort of help along those lines. Yeah, absolutely. And I do think it's interesting because ultimately, you know, what you were saying was that a lot of it has to do with signaling. And typically Mm -hmm. when a hormonal balance happens or imbalance, I should say, not a balance. Um, But when an imbalance occurs, you know, it's some sort of signal misfiring. So like there's something that's not happening, either, you know, the process of creating progesterone or estrogen or testosterone for whatever reason, you know, it's not functioning correctly. And then from there, it's like this hormonal balance happens over time because once the system is broken, it just continues to function that way until we do something to heal it. That's exactly right. And we're also always being bombarded with toxins. Oh, yes, constantly. So, you know, this healing journey, it might be discouraging, but it is kind of a lifetime thing, you know, because yeah. we're not, it's not as though we're all of a sudden healing ourselves and then we're going off and living on some cloud somewhere. Right. We're, we're here where there's a lot of toxins being created. You know, when you live by the city, all the fumes and everything from the cars and the streets, you know, we're breathing all that in. Yep. Yep. There's so much toxicity in our air, mold yes. in our homes. Yes. I mean, there's just so much. Plus EMFs are constantly oh. all around us, of course. <laughs> I mean, Oh, if, my God. Let's not even go down that road. Right. Like if you're oh, listening oh, to this true. podcast – you're being yeah. surrounded by EMFs. So it's just, right. <laughs> yeah, there there really are. It's like in order to fight back against all of the things that we're being bombarded with, we have to work really hard. And yes. a thing that I like to educate my clients on is this idea of vital reserve. And, you know, a lot of people feel like, well, all these other people are fine and they do whatever they want. Why do I have to be like this? And why do I have to eat so strictly? And I'm still struggling with my skin and with my hormones and infertility and blah, 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 and all of these things. And the thing is that just because someone looks fine on the outside, number one, does not mean that everything is fine. Maybe their version of normal is being constipated or having acid reflux or having diarrhea or constantly being bloated. Emotional issues. You know, they're upset all the time or, you know, they have anger issues or or something. You know, just because the phys- there's more than just the physical body in healing. Yes. You know, it's it's our attitude toward life. Maybe they feel really disempowered and like a victim, do you know, but they walk around looking really good because they want to hide that. Right. You know, we, we can't really know um, what's going on for another person. But one thing that I have learned from working with thousands of people throughout my life is that nobody has it easy. Yeah. Nobody. You know, and they just because they might look good on the surface, you know, we all try to look good, you know, right? Like we all do the best we can to look as good as we can, right? And um, you know, everybody's hiding. It's not necessarily hiding, but everybody's got something underneath that, right? Right. No one wants to show their weaknesses and vulnerabilities outside. Yes, and I think that's 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 too bad. You know, yeah. I think that we, if we were more vulnerable and were more authentic 
with each other, I think the world would be kinder and more tolerant. Yes, I agree. Just my opinion. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. (laughs) And that's why I try to make a point to, you know, in in my online presence at least, you know, I try to be vulnerable even though it is something that make it does make me uncomfortable. I don't like exposing my weaknesses and even admitting that, you know, I'm weak or I struggle with this. I always feel like, oh, no, that's like a chink in my armor. It's something against me. But really, it's not because all of these things, they make us who we are and really they can be our power. Mm -hmm. And I actually, when when I see you expose yourself and make yourself vulnerable, um, you know, on Facebook and online, I just have so much admiration for you because number one, it's so painful to do that. It's so not easy. And number two, you are... um, how do I want to say this? You're you're making space. You're giving permission. You're making it safe for other people to do the same. And that is the very root I feel of all of our healing issues is not feeling safe. Yes. Yep. On some level, right? You don't feel safe, and that's another thing that I really like about the network too, is because it helps us to feel more safe. Yes. Now, and, kind of along those lines can you kind of tell the difference in someone's body you know because of course depending on what we're feeling we kind of hold tension in our body in different ways yes so and I I know just with the way that you work you know you're very intuitive so can you kind of tell if someone is holding on to say anger versus you know holding on to I don't know, shame. Like, can you kind of see that in people's bodies with the way that they hold tension in different places? Well, it's interesting that you would say those two because actually those two are related. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <Put> anger and- <laughs> <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> of course they are. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, I don't think there's anybody on the planet that's not holding those. Yes. You yeah. know, we've all been taught it's not okay. For men, it's like, or I don't know today, but, you know, in my generation, men were not allowed to cry and women were not allowed to be angry, do you know? And so mm-hmm. when we have those feelings inside or those emotions come up, we lock them in and, they, and then they become walled off and locked into our body. And they can be in our digestive system, you know, or they can be in a muscle or uh, they can change our posture. You know, if you see somebody walking around with their head down, you don't think that's a person who's really loving and enjoying and then self-expressed in life, right? Mm-hmm. Or if some if somebody's walking around with their head up and their back straight, you don't think that person is angry or depressed, do you know? Because yes. so much of it is in we hold those emotions in our body and that changes uh, the way we hold our body in space. Uh, so yes. yes, I can. I can feel all of that. Um, but again, I'm not a therapist, so I don't go there. I just right. work on, on yes. a physical level. Yes. Um, yeah. To and help I, people to integrate those. Yes. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, and I don't think I've told you this before. You might not even remember this, but um, when I think I was like 14, we went on vacation to Massanutten out in the Poconos. Yes. Yes. Um, and I remember, I remember yes, but I remember you, and I think it's kind of something you, you'd harped on me for quite a while about my posture Uh-oh. Uh-oh. and how I kind of slouch. Sorry. 
And, oh, no, don't apologize. But um, (laughs) I just find it so interesting because I always kind of had this shtick of like, oh, you know, when I'm doing ballet, I have to hold my posture so perfectly. And, you know, I kind of step into this different version of myself as a ballet dancer. And that's that persona. And then there's me, my normal person, where I'm kind of slouched and I get to relax and kind of let it all go and just kind of slump I guess if that makes sense like yes it was always this this story that I kind of told myself and this past weekend while I was at Tony Robbins he talks a lot about changing our physiology in order to change our state you know do you know Tony Robbins gets network regularly I did yeah which which (laughs) I think is so cool yeah he gets network he he also gets a bunch of like colonics I mean he's always cleansing his system so that he can be in a peak state and he can deliver and give at the level that is required in order to affect change the way that he does Um, and I think it's absolutely amazing the way that he really trains his body to do that but don't we really all want to be at a, a peak state for yes. ourselves? Right. You know? Right. I mean, is that what we really all want? Yep. You know, that's why we're all seeking health and healing is so that we can be our peak self. We don't have to be a Tony Robbins, but right. whatever that is, you know, our peak as right. a, in as your a life. Partner, as a partner is. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And so he was talking a lot about our body language and he had us do these exercises where we would kind of step into different personas you know we would yes. have to introduce ourselves to people acting like you know we're scared and ashamed and whatever and the way you hold your body and hold your tension and that compared to you know we did a couple different ones but that compared to you know being your best self in a peak state you're confident and you know you you hold your shoulders down your chest is up your solar plexus is up and you know he was saying he talked a lot about that about you know just holding your chest up high and not being in this slouch position and also you know talking about when you slouch and when you're sitting a lot too how you restrict the energy and blood flow to the whole lower part of your body and in your spine as well Yes, and a lot of time, yes, and to the to the top of our body too, because we sl- we we slouch and we're reaching forward to be on the computer, you know. And well, I really recommend to everybody that I see to set some sort of a timer, either on your phone or on your computer, to for on the hour every hour have a little bell that goes off and just get up and move around. You can go to the bathroom, yes. yep. you know, do some go in the bathroom and do some stretches or stand up at your desk. But yep. I would actually recommend moving around so that you get the blood flow going five minutes every hour yep yeah the the new thing that i'm doing since tony robbins and going to unleash the power within because i mean they have you stand up all the time sometimes we're standing for just hours you know and we dance around a lot um just really changing our physiology so that we can change our state and be in a place where you know we're in a peak state we're in a state where we can accept things um but yeah, so now I'm like, I like to turn on music and just kind of stand up and I'll dance around, you know, because a song is what, like three to four minutes. Mm-hmm. You get up, you get your blood moving. And then it's like if you were starting to kind of slouch and feel low energy and even feeling like that tired, exhausted feeling, which I get yeah. a lot. Yes. So doing that really has helped me kind of snap out of it and move my body in a way that I can be kind of re-energized and reactivated. 
Yes, and have more consistent energy throughout the day, you know, so that you can last all the way through. I think that's so great. And, you know, for people at work or who are in an office or wherever they might be, you know, if they can't turn on the music, um, you know, I don't know if they can take their cell phone into the bathroom with them yeah, and put on their right. headphones but <laughs> yep. you know and but it's not always available to people to to just get up and walk to the walk to the water you know yep. and and um get a glass of water or to the bathroom or uh, run up and down a flight of stairs i used mm-hmm. to work in a big corporate building that had stairs and everybody thought i was crazy i'd run up and down the <laughs> steps instead of the elevator you know yeah yep. uh, <laughs> and people would say well aren't you getting on the elevator we know we'd be going to a meeting i know right. i'm gonna take the stairs you know it's like um you know, and so you don't have to be going somewhere. You can just go out of the office and run down to the front door and run back up, you know, yes. something like that. Yes. Functional uh, fitness. Hey, I like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and one thing that I really want everybody to know is that um, healing does not have to be a drudgery and focusing yeah. on yourself and um, going to whatever therapy resonates with you or doing whatever diet resonates with you. It doesn't have to be painful or difficult or a burden. You know, it can be lighthearted and fun. It's all the attitude with yes. which you approach it. Yep. You know, it's like I used to go to therapy, you know, and, you know, when you're in therapy, sometimes you cry and sometimes you get angry. And it's like, to lo- like I've learned to love emotion. Yeah. So when I'm upset with something, I don't hate it that I'm angry or that somebody else is angry or, you know, which makes me more tolerant of everything going on around me, you know, because um, I know it's all just a flow. Right. And and it's all a support. It's all a support. So so to think of um, healing or the therapy that I'm doing as, oh, I'm going to go support myself, you know, so to frame it in a way that makes it a positive and an enjoyable experience. Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. So with network also, as you know, you're kind of reigniting some of these connections that may have been shut off. Mm -hmm. Can So say, you know, you're someone with acne, maybe, you know, your hormones are fine or you feel like your gut is fine, you're eating really well, you're quote unquote doing all of the right things, but it just hasn't quite clicked yet or, you know, your body is still in a phase where it's detoxing and trying to get back into alignment. You know, there's there's always that kind of that period in the healing process where you're in the thick of it, you're doing everything right, but it's taking your body a minute to catch up. Yes. So... Could adding something like network kind of speed up that healing process? Could it help that process along? Yes, I do think it can. It would speed that up and help that along. And at the same time, uh, I I really would like to reframe for people that that's a difficult and painful uh, struggle um, because. I guess we have this expectation that, okay, I'm doing everything right. Everything should be everything. So we have this, therefore I should be blah, 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 you mm, know? Yes. Uh, and I'm not, I'm feeling tired all the time or I'm grouchy all the time or I snap at my husband or, you know, I'm irritated with my kid or whatever. And, um, and that's uncomfortable. And yes, it is uncomfortable. And to, uh, I think it would be so good or, or 
not necessarily good, I don't like that word, it's beneficial to us to understand that um, these things can come up and to be alert so that we don't act them out. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I can feel this uh, anger coming up within me. I think I will just go walk around the kitchen for a second and come back. Right. Rather than, rather than reacting out of that because that's life, you know, and um, rather than thinking, oh, this detoxing is a terrible thing. I can't wait for it to be over. Mm-hmm. How can we reframe that into a way that makes it okay for us yeah. so that it doesn't become a struggle? Because it's part of right. life. It's going right. to happen. Yeah. And um, there's no way around it, really. I do think that network can speed up that process. And at the same time, network goes deep in there. So if you have some sort of a deep uh, unconscious belief, like I don't deserve a good life or whatever, you know, I'm just making stuff up. I don't know, you know, Um, then that's going to come up and you're going to face that too. So um, I don't think there's any real easy way around it other than changing our perspective and network definitely helps us change our perspective. Yeah, that's beautiful. And that that alone is amazing because, you know, if you can see, especially this detoxification process, I think for people with acne where they tend to struggle with it is, oh, I'm doing this to clear my skin and instead I have more things coming out. Right. Right. So it's the exact opposite of what you want. But, but the way that I see it, you know, when, especially when it's some kind of detoxification symptom, I actually really like getting detox symptoms because it tells me that my body is doing something. Like it's if working. I'm doing a fast and I have a headache, I'm like, okay, good. Like yes. I want these toxins to get the hell out of my body and I want to feel that they are leaving my body in some capacity. Granted, yes. sure, you can do things to help your body not detox in a way that you don't want it to and we can help those symptoms along the way to make it not, you know, too painful yeah Yeah. but even so you know detoxification our our bodies it's a thing that they have to do and even when we're eating healthy our bodies are constant like our liver you know is so overtaxed all the time like we mentioned earlier with all the things we're bogged down with even just in our environment and in our homes and our cleaners and scents and everything so Mm -hmm. our bodies are always on overdrive and they can only take so much so once they hit their capacity, you know, their your vital reserve, once it you chip away at it long enough, for some people it doesn't take as long before things start to crop up. But well what I what I what I love about what you just said is that you love the detox process. So do I, because that means that your body is now actual it has improved yep. to the point where it can start to work on itself. Exactly. You know, exactly. there has to be a certain amount of energy, there has to be a certain amount of health for you to actually start to fight back you know can you you know you imagine you're in an argument with somebody or something rather and you just don't have the energy to continue with Mm -hmm. the argument is go oh forget it right you know right that giving up energy so in or you know and it's the same thing on a physical level for your body to start to detox it has to have a certain level of energy and health so i'm always delighted when i have a detox symptom even though it's really uncomfortable yes um you know, because it's like, oh, goody, I'm I'm able now. I'm strong enough to fight back against this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I, I just started taking some stuff that was helping me with my heavy metals, and you know, I woke up every single day for two weeks with a huge headache, and 
I was thrilled. Yep. (laughs) Right. And I mean, it's painful, but... It's painful, yes. Yes. But if you... And again, it's just like you said, once you change your perceptions around these things, you know, rather than looking at it like as like, oh, I feel terrible today. I don't want to do anything. I just want to stay in bed. And oh. so often we go into what's wrong with me. Right. Going, oh, this is what's ro- This is so right. Right. My body is putting itself back the way that it's supposed to be. And yes. I'm helping it along by doing this detox. Exactly. Exactly. And when we have acne, and which I had, um, my sister, your mother, and um, her, my mother didn't have it. And it's like, why me? Yeah. You know, none of the other women in my family have it. Why is it happening to me? And it's very, very hard when you're young and you're an adolescent or you're a teenager and, you know, you want to look good for the boys. And it's just like, oh, it's so shameful. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to look at it like, oh, goody, my body's detoxing. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You know? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, when at least when it's on your back, then you can at least hide it. But just know that it will pass. You know, it, it will pass as long as you continue on the healing journey. Yep. Eventually it will clear up. And you're such a beautiful, shining example of that, Harmony. Oh, thank so you. proud of you and the work that you've done. And the wonderful example that you are and the wonderful inspiration that you are to me and to uh, all the people that know you. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I mean, go figure. I grew up with someone like you who was always talking about healing. <laughs> you know, and I do think it's interesting because, of course, you know, for most of my life, I I mean, I, I kind of rejected any kind of natural healing. And, you know, my mom was always into homeopathic remedies. And, you know, we never went to doctors. I never took Advil. Like, she did all of these yep. things. And I was always so annoyed by it. I was like, why can't I be like everyone else and take the <laughs> antibiotics and the Advil and all of this stuff? And it's like, you know, now I'm the one that's like, oh, don't take anything. <laughs> oh, you know what? That reminds me. I forgot about this, Harmony. Hmm. When I got married, I was in my very early 20s, and I started taking tetracycline for my face. Yeah. And I took it for a couple of years, and it completely screwed me up, made me look better and make my face look better. Right. You know, which was what was important to me at the time because, Mm -hmm. you know, I wanted to look good for my husband and all that. But later on, it was like, I, I had to do a lot of healing around that. Yeah. You know, yep. and I wished I hadn't. Yes. And, you know, it's it's unfortunate because, granted, everyone heals at different rates and our bodies, again, it comes back to that vital reserve, you know. How yes. much did, did you chip away at your body for 20 years before things went bad? Or was it, you know, yeah. you were okay for a long time and then maybe, you know, two to five years you were really, really chipping away at it? And then things happen more quickly. It just depends on the person. Everyone's vital reserve looks different. but yes. And everybody's genes are different. Right. Yeah. Genes know? affect all of that. You know, that's not really that's like a... Huge. Yeah. That's not like a nature versus nurture thing. It's like you, you have a certain amount of vital reserve and that's that. You're either coaching up your vital reserve or you're tearing it down. Yes, based on yes. the decisions that you make with your food yes. and your lifestyle, your stress management, you know, your relationships, your emotions, all of these things, they all come into play. So, yes, yeah, I yes. just, I think it's very interesting 
but genuinely, you know, I do believe that everyone is capable of healing. The rate oh, at which that healing happens, you know, that depends. Oh, yeah. But. Yeah, exactly. We're all very, very different. And we all are have different um, toxins coming in at different rates. For example, some people can heal, uh, can clear mold out of their systems really easily mm-hmm. for others of us. You know, it's it, they get trapped in our system, and we have to do detox stuff yep. to get the mold out. You know, yeah. And it's like it's easy to go down that road of why me, poor me, the way I did when I was like fourteen, and right. my face was broken out, and nobody else's was. It's like why me, poor me. You know, it's easy to go down that road, but that doesn't help us. It doesn't. Um, to just understand that we're all different and to respect and love and appreciate yourself the way you are. Yeah. You are the way you are because you are a unique and beautiful expression on this planet and you're here to do good work, Yeah. you know, absolutely. and uh, to respect and honor that. Yeah. And whatever it is that we go through in our younger days helps us to become who we are meant to be as we get older and turn into somebody that can contribute to the world. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I think a lot of my women on here who deal with things like PCOS and adult acne, it it can be hard because you kind of feel like you're prepubescent teen again. And, oh, yeah, I look like that's how I felt when my skin got really bad. I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm in high school again. Yes. You know, because between yes. there I went on the pill and that helped to an extent. Right. Um, but the thing yeah, is. Yeah, that screwed me up too. I mean, I gained yes. 20 pounds when I was on the pill. Like, yeah, oh. there's a whole plethora of bad things that can come from the pill and from antibiotics and all of these Band-Aid methods that don't address the root cause of what's happening. But exactly. ultimately, you know, things like acne or even PCOS, it's like we can either look at them as a burden or as a blessing because it's an opportunity for you to learn about your body for you to recognize oh there is something off in my body otherwise who knows how else that might have manifested that might have manifested in cancer it might have manifested in a completely different way instead of just having acne acne you can heal because i look at young people you know i didn't i wasn't flat on my back until later in life And although I always had, you know, the issues of choking and I always had digestive issues and constipation and blah, blah, but I, um, basic, I was basically able to function pretty well in the world and until I was older and I was flat on my back. And I look at the younger people today who are having so many issues and I think they're so lucky because they are being forced to tune into their bodies at a young age and learning to honor and respect themselves and their own rhythm and their own patterns um, and their own needs. You're being forced into that. And it's such a blessing to get that early in life. And so to have to, and all it really takes is to change your perspective of rather than, oh, why poor me? Or, oh my God, I'm going back into adolescence. Or, oh my God, you know, there's something wrong with me. You know, which is our typical way of responding to these things. You know, to look at it more positively. Um, because I really do think, as you said, it's a blessing. Yep. You know, yep. to learn about yourself. You're being forced to honor yourself, which gives you more of a sense of self-dignity. Yep, absolutely. And I mean, you know, who knows 
where I would be in this life if I didn't have acne. I would probably still be eating sugar all the time. Yeah. And granted, yes, I mean. Which is what I did. Right. Yeah. You know? Granted, part I, of the reason I, I got healthy was because I started feeling physically ill after eating, going on my sugar binges that I did like every day. I started feeling physically ill, which was actually the, that was like my tipping point. You know, everyone needs kind of that tipping point where it's like, yes. I can't do this anymore. I yes. can't keep going this way. I need yes. to change. Exactly. I just can't, I can't take it. Yep. Yep. And I remember, <laughs> yep. I remember the exact moment I was sitting at my desk at the reception desk at work and I was like, I feel physically ill. I can't keep going this way. And then I did the master cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yeah. So yeah. Um, kind of wrapping up a little bit here, I know that you talked a lot about how network kind of goes deeper and it goes into, you know, the root cause of things. So for my women who are dealing with, you know, maybe a lot of past trauma or mm. stress, you know, maybe their job is extremely stressful and, you know, they rely on that for income so they don't plan to change that lifestyle factor mm -hmm. can doing something like network kind of help them to change the way that they perceive it and therefore reduce their stress absolutely it helps the way you perceive things and therefore the way you respond to things so the stress outside of you doesn't have to change the way you respond to it. That's the only thing that we can control in life is the way that we respond to things. But if we do it from a control attitude, that still makes us tight. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yes. So what I what I like about the network is that, you know, we have two consciousnesses, a, a conscious awareness yep. where we think about stuff. Okay, I'm going to breathe. Or And we also have the unconscious awareness. So in our conscious awareness, we can say, okay, I'm going to relax. I'm going to, you know, I'm yeah. going to you know, not yell at my kid and I'm going to blah, 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 be more patient. And on the unconscious awareness, um, that's what the network helps us to, to, um, to respond to life differently on the unconscious way so that we don't have to do that. We can just Beautiful. say, oh, kid's been crying for an hour, poor little thing, you know, yeah. rather than shut up. <laughs> right. And you know, I mean, really, isn't it our unconscious that we all need help with? Because yeah. that's where we've created these stories. That's where we've essentially, you know, maybe one thing happened from there, we created a story and then everything we've found situations throughout life that we have piled on top of that original story to further solidify evidence you know it's like yep this is it this is it that's solidifying my future belief and it's like you when what you focus on that's where energy flows so it's like if you are looking for reasons to believe that life sucks and it's unfair you are going to find reasons in your life for that to be true constantly and it's all happening in our unconscious Yes, I love that you said that because it is happening in our unconscious. We don't, we're not even aware. No, not that at all. We're expecting a disaster. Yep. We're not even aware that we don't feel safe. We're not even aware that we're looking for things to not turn out right. You know, because that's something that we formulated back when we were like two months old, maybe, yep. when, you know, we saw something outside of ourselves happen and we decided, oh, life is going to be a right. struggle, for example. Yep. You know, dad came home from work, you know, or we used to watch him come home from work all, you know, tight and upset. And we just decided, okay, work is a struggle. 
You know, we don't yep. even know that we decided that. Yes. And so then every time we go to work, we make that happen and we don't even know that we're making it happen. Right, right. It's like and, things happen and then you say, oh, well, of course this happens to me. Of course this happens for me. Yes, because it has all our lives because right. we decided that when we were two months old or two years old or whatever and we don't remember making that decision. And network can really help with that stuff. It can help us be less tight, be less stressed. And so therefore, the stress in our life affects us less. Yeah. We will all have stressful lives. Yeah. Get over it. It's always going to be stressful out there. That's the way life is. But how do we respond to it? Yeah. You know, you can respond to it with peace and ease and flow and be easygoing. Or we can be uptight and react to everything, you know? Yes. Yep. Oh. We don't have to do that. We can we can be at ease in our lives. And network definitely helps the ease and flow in our nervous system, which helps our attitudes and it helps our bodies to run more smoothly on a physical level as well. Yes. Yeah. And I think even just having an openness to ditch the story of, oh, I'm type A, I'm high strung, I have no chill, you know, I am an uptight person, like this is me. Like, right, right. (laughs) And it's like you have to be at least open to challenging that. Can't, Mm -hmm. it is, I mean, reality is just our perception. Like that, that does not have to be reality. That's how you've perceived your reality. And therefore, that's what, sure, that's what's manifesting. Yes, and some people are higher energy than other people. Yes. But that doesn't mean you have to be anxious and uptight about it. Go run, you know, go do a sport, go do something with the with the high energy that you have, you know. I love the way you work out every day, you know. You're such a wonderful example of that because you have a lot of energy and you channel it so well. Yeah, you know, you know but I got to tell you, like I, more often than not, I feel exhausted and I feel like I don't want to work out. And then I go and I do it. And yes. a big part of it for me is teaching. Teaching, it forces me. It's my job. I literally have to be there or I will get fired. Yes. So yes. it's my job. I have to show up and not just show up, but I, my energy determines the experience of everyone in that room. That's right. So for me, that's what that's what makes it possible. The fact that there's a serving aspect there. And yes. ultimately, it's not about me. It's not even my workout. Yes, I'm getting in a workout, but my experience is not the one that matters there. It's their experience. So exactly. I'm able to step outside of myself, outside of my own insecurities, my own selfishness, my own, you know, story and insecurities and all of that and put all of that aside and just say, okay, I need to give the best that I can. I need to come in here. I need to have energy. And more, there are some times that I walk away from teaching a class and I can tell the energy didn't really work. And, you know, there's not every day is perfect. That's fine. But more often than not, I walk away from classes feeling like a new person. I feel energized. I feel ready to tackle the day. I feel ready to take on so much more than I did when I woke up that morning. Yes, that's so well said. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, even outside of teaching, just getting and doing a workout, moving your body physically, it does have an effect on, you know, our mindset. It changes the way that our body is going to function for that day. Yes. And, you know, one of the things that I think um, is also true is that we tend to be more grouchy and cranky when we're tired. Yes. Oh, yeah. So what can we do? Like in, in the ashram, in yoga, we learn things like pranayama, which are breathing exercises. You can just sit at your desk and do a little alternate nostril breathing and boom, your energy's back. Mm-hmm. You know? Or 
um, you know, the, the baby's crying or whatever, and you're like exhausted, you can just do some, some of those breathing exercises. You can just sit right there and do that and, and um, feel so much better. Yes. about what's going on around you. Yes, and that's for me personally where I am in my life. That's definitely my biggest struggle is, you know, dealing with having a one-year-old and all of the patience that that requires pretty much yes. constantly, you know, because yes. there's yes. tantrums and they always say that, you know, your kids, they're going to do the things that you kind of dislike about yourself you're going to see in your kids. And so it's yeah. like they're just, they get they get you. They just get you <laughs> and do. piss you off. And it's like I'm really working. Whew, like I'm very reactive, especially when it comes to, you know, being a mom. But that's something that I'm really working on. And whew, it's very big work in progress for me. But, you know, we all have to start somewhere. And all that matters is that mm-hmm. you're starting somewhere and, you know, like you're noticing these things. You're noticing these patterns in yourself and you're willing to see things differently. Even if the belief and the feeling to your core isn't there quite yet, just being willing to see it differently, I think, you know, that other piece comes in time. Mm-hmm. And being willing to put in the work that it yes. takes, you yes. know. And I, I really see how we've all been set up through our own self, our own higher self wisdom. We've all been set up to have to struggle with something yeah so that we can become whole and for those of us who have the willingness to do that i think it's such a blessing you know um and as you said the people who get the diabetes later in life or the cancer later in life or the parking whatever um you know it's it's that that usually doesn't happen to the people who have worked on themselves their whole lives yeah, it's you know, so it's because we've got all this stuff blocked up. Right, right. As whether as, it's a belief system or you know, been eating badly, you know, whatever. Right, and usually it's not just one thing. I mean, let's yes. be honest. You know, it, it all goes together. Normally, you yeah. feel like crap, you eat like crap, you eat like crap, you feel like crap. Like it's it's a vicious cycle. That's right. That's so, right. And you have negative thinking, and that's yes. just going around and yes. around. And yes, huh? right. It all, and I. I know we talked about this the last time that you visited, but I definitely have noticed in myself that when I eat even just too high in carbs, like I eat carbs, Mm. but if I eat too, too high in carbs, especially, you know, sugary carbs or just sugar in general or coffee, like they make me aggressive and it makes me very like have even less patience and I'm super reactive and it's like, that's not me and I can feel it happening. So... You know, yes. I've I've been doing another sugar detox right now and even, you know, alcohol still is processed in our bodies as sugar. So that's another right. thing that, you know, I enjoy drinking and it's a fun social thing for me, but I honestly, I feel better the longer that I don't do it. So Yes. Yeah, I gave up all alcohol altogether just because I don't like the way it makes me feel. You know, it's just not worth it to me. Yeah. And um, what was you were saying something? Yes, about um, the foods in our bodies. Yes, we all have, you know, the three major causes of stress, and there are certainly others as well. But you know, there's the physical stress, there's the mental emotional stress, and there's the biochemical stress. Yes. And you know, eating too much sugar or or eggs in my case, you know, it right. could be an right. food. You know, something so you're putting something into your body that's throwing your biochemist your particular biochemistry yeah. off. You know, and you you need to honor that because, as you said, you're going to get really reactionary. And um, 
either emotionally or your body's going to react, you know, so Mm -hmm. to honor those things and network definitely helps with that kind of stress, all those stresses network helps us to respond better to them. Oh, yeah, I think that's just so wonderful. One more thing that I wanted to say, though, about network is that because what we focus on is what grows in network, we learn to look for what is working Mm. in our body. For example, when I've got somebody on the table and I'm working on them and they're saying, um, "Okay, the pain has not gone away, you know, because usually that's what brings people into the chiropractors because they're in pain. Um, Well, it's not it hasn't gone away. So so then, you know, I'll say, well, is it better? Oh, yes, it's better. When I came in, it was a seven. Now it's about a four. So I I help them to refocus their attention on what is working. Yeah. You know, it's yep. like, like, okay, my face was totally broken out, you know, a week ago, and it's still really broken out. But you know, it's a little bit less, like, look for what is working, look yeah. for what's getting better, and that will grow. And then you'll continue to see the more positive in life. You know, um, yep. it's not it's not being Pollyanna, because you're not overlooking what's wrong. Right. When we focus on what is working, then that changes our biochemistry. We get different uh, biochem- uh, biochemicals running through our bodies, you know, different neurotransmitters uh, and different hormones run through our body when we have a positive, when we're looking at something positively rather than when we're looking at the same thing negatively. In other words, yes. do you see it half full, the glass half full or half, half empty? Yes, right, exactly. And it's, you know, it's how people with split personality disorders, sometimes their different personalities have different ailments. Yeah, yeah that's like, true. Like how is wild that is that? That I it's love crazy. that. I love that. Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show you how incredibly powerful our minds are. That's right. And yes, it's and the body follows what we think. Yep. Right. One personality can have diabetes Mm -hmm. and then they're sitting in front of you. They change their personality and they no longer have diabetes. And you're like, what? Yep. Boy, does that that blow our belief systems? Exactly. It's bizarre and magical. I I mean, it's so cool. Just one more thing, yes. you yep. know, that network helps to integrate the whole body. You know, it integrates the whole thing. Yeah, That's and okay. I think I think we need that in our lives too. You know, we I do too. We need to kind of bring everything together. Everyone always wants to look at yes. different problems as different separate issues, but it's right. all tied together. We're one big old organism. Yes, <laughs> and it all works together. And it all, you know, we're an orchestra. You know, yes. If the violins are flat, the music doesn't sound good. Yep, you know? true. It's, it's true. Like we all got to flow together. Yeah. Yep. All right. So let's do some rapid fire questions. You just tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. There's no right or wrong answers. No pressure. Okay. So first question. Favorite food to eat in a pinch? I open the refrigerator and I look and see what's in there. <laughs> uh but what's and your I'm favorite thing to eat in a pinch? Like if you just have no time, if you had your ideal snack in the cupboard, what would it be? Nuts. I I started, uh, you know, I was AAP for many years and I started eating, there are two kinds of nuts that I tolerate, macadamias and pecans. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'll throw down a couple of those and they just are so satisfying and Yummy. I can get energy from them. Yummy. Okay. Next, favorite way to boost your mood? Go for a walk. Mm. Outdoors yes. has to be outdoors. Yes. I mean, I love nature. Or 
pet an animal, you know, talk to an animal. Those both work for me. Yeah. Okay. Favorite book? Book. Well, you know, that changes by the minute. Right now, (laughs) I'm liking (laughs) um, Joe Dispenza, you know, what's the one about changing who you are? I don't remember the name of it. (laughs) I'm not sure. Uh, We can put a link to it in the show notes. Okay. Favorite green juice combination? I make my own with just water um, and just throw some greens in there. And um, that's pretty much it. I like a little applesauce for sweetening and for flavor, you know. Mm. What kind of greens do you put in? Whatever's in the refrigerator. (laughs) You know, I usually have some sort of a tub. You know, they have those tub plastic tubs of... uh, of greens, you know, those baby greens. So, you know, I'll mix them up. I'll have the herbs sometimes. I'll have the spinach sometimes. I'll have the arugula, you know, I mix them up, whatever's in there. Cool. I want to thank you again so much for being on here. This conversation was deep and beautiful and just the knowledge that you brought here today was so phenomenal. And I thank you so much for being so open and so vulnerable. And you're always, you know, willing to say the things that might make you know, other people uncomfortable or people are kind of afraid to open up that side of them. And I always appreciate your honesty and your own vulnerability in oh, all that you, you do. Mary. So and, and likewise to you. You're an angel on the planet. Oh, oh. I come from good stock, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, again, thank you so much. And thank we, you for having me. Yes, my pleasure. of course, of course. If you are listening to this episode right now and you are fired up like I am, I mean, that conversation was fire. Just so many amazing nuggets in there. I hope you took the time to listen to this, to enjoy it, and I hope that you are inspired to see how some of this can be applicable to you in your life and your healing journey. Oh, it was just such a beautiful episode and I'm so glad that you were here for it. Now, keep in mind, if you are ready to take the next step in your healing journey, I would absolutely love to be the guide for you. My one-on-one coaching for 2018 is currently closed, but I am enrolling for the new year, 2019, January through March. So if you are interested, if you are ready to move on to the next thing, you're ready to heal, you're ready to take charge of your skin, this is for you. Go to www.thepaleoballerina.com slash questionnaire, and that is where you can apply to work with me one-on-one. I would be so honored to work with you and guide you on this healing journey, and I hope you hop in there. Don't forget to share yourself listening to this episode over on the grams. I love to share you guys on my stories listening and I love to see that you're listening. Literally like that is what I do this for. I do not make any money from this podcast, you guys. So I love to see that you're listening, that it's helping you, that you're getting inspired, that it's having a positive effect in your life. So Share it on Instagram, tag me, The Paleo Ballerina, and I will share you back. All right, have an amazing night. I oh, love you guys. Mm-hmm.